Here we are. It's a brave, horrible, horrible new world. <laughs> it's really, it's really awful. It's dumb. Uh, it's next up, Brown versus Board of Education. That, yeah, that shit. They're gonna, they're gonna try to leave everything up to the states. And the, I'm worried. Also, I mean, there's so many things to worry about. But what's the <laughs> but, lesson? But yes, what are you worried? Yeah. I'm worried a that. Uh, the how they're going to be tracking women in some of these states is going to if you think that you're a dude and this doesn't affect you it will it's going to broaden out how they're going to track us and i now i sound like a fucking q honor but honestly uh it's not good and i'm also worried about female comics who uh, are going to who are talking about like joking about their abortions in these states, I, I'm worried that have also been emboldened to uh, have uh, concealed uh, weapons with no permits. You know, it's um, well. I, don't know. Um, I someone one of the guys that I just ended up hanging out with. He was like, "Well, here's the good news: they're not going to go after the women; they're going to go after the doctors." What? Oh there's my no, God! That is not good news. There's no fucking upside, and you dumb shit. They are going to go after the women and the doctors and the doctors and the Uber drivers that drop them off and right. everybody, anybody they can, everybody they can, except for the men with their dicks. Right. Um. But the um. I will. Yeah. So. What uh, the lesson that I get from this is that we have to pass laws. It can't, we cannot leave it up to, you know, we've, we've had 47 odd years of what, of, well, the, you know, the, the, the highest court in the land, nobody's going to challenge it kind of thing. Whereas, so nobody codified it, right? Or codified it. I yeah. Can't the pronunciation. But so we have to do that with, with gay rights. We have to do that with, um, with women's rights. We have to do that with, with racial rights, you know, all these things have to be on books as laws that ha then have to be repealed by the crazies. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's all under the uh, right to privacy umbrella, at least with Roe v. Wade. And it needs to be specifically said, you can have an abortion. Women, uh, anyone yeah, who needs affects... an abortion can have an abortion. And it's Did between you see... the person and their doctor. Did you see um, Kirkman was talking about, you know, the real reason you know, with the with the legalization of abortion, it it opened up a lot of different things that were available to women healthcare wise. You know, fibroids and 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 other problems with with uh, with our plumbing situation down there mm -hmm. were looked into more, and that will all be affected too. So, yeah, this is turns out abortion is healthcare. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's. it's uh, I saw it's... your giant sign, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know me, I love a sign. I'm one of those white ladies that likes to put a big sign up. Big sign on the, on the house. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it, it was just such a, such a, it's weird because you knew it was coming, but it kind of felt like, wow, there was such a backlash to it. Maybe they'll back away. Maybe they'll be timid. And instead they dropped it on a Friday and then they just scooted out of town. That's what I've noticed about lawyers. They love a Friday. They love to yeah. ruin a weekend is what right. they like to do. Yeah. Um, I was asking my lawyers, why, why always on a flat Friday? And, uh, <laughs> and they were like, literally just because then you, it's, it cuts down on rebuttal time. But, uh, and, and then everybody's a lot calmer by Monday and you're like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> there was, there was all of that. How was your week of stand up comedy? Oh, good. I had a lot of spots around, uh, here and, oh, uh, good. Yeah, it was fine. You know, just there's there's some chunk that worked really well at Marcella's Women Crush Wednesday. And then I have, so which was cool. on a Saturday. And I have not been able to replicate its success. Timing and or verbiage? I, Words you know, or timing? Can't tell? I don't know. And it might have been, it was just off of me coming off a flight from Barcelona. So sort of off of that. So it might've been just writing on that energy, you know, but it just seems to not, uh, not have legs, which is a bummer. Cause I thought it did when I said it, you know, 
Yeah. So whatever, but there was. It uh, might. Yeah. It, it'll come back. It just yeah. That whole second, third time you tell a joke. That's why I was terrified to try. I wanted. There's a joke that will one day be perfect for the Brian yeah. Regan audience. Ah. Uh, sadly, I've only done it once on stage. Okay. And it's so long. It doesn't have an end. There's maybe one or two punchlines in it that are in the middle, maybe at the beginning. Hey, that's not stand-up comedy. That's a mess. So don't do it in front of 1,400 to 2,000 people in a rando weird Did seaside you? resort. I didn't. Oh, okay. I thought you were giving, I you're just no. giving yourself a pep talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I pep talked myself right out of doing it. And I was correct. Mm -hmm. the, the second, I only yeah. did three, three nights with him. And so mm -hmm. the second show, um, I decided to try the gun bit. And I swear to God, as I'm doing the gun bit, I'm just seeing children in the audience, so many children in the audience. And I'm like, and in my head, I'm saying the gun bit out loud. Yeah. And I'm thinking, this is too dark. This is, what are you doing? This is too dark. Right, right, right. And it is, um, it made me lose the thread, as you mm, can imagine. Interesting. And then I had to um, go, uh, I had to actually uh, take a second and uh, go, do my old Terrigen Mist joke while I figured out where the hell I was going and then come back into it. And so Brian, gave, when I introduced him, he gave me this look. And so I got off stage and we were hanging out afterwards and I was like, and I told him about the gun bit and the, the emotions during the bit. And he was like, no, you do whatever you want. I, I don't, you know, I'm not going to tell you. And, uh, and I, and I, cause with one of the first times I worked with him, I told him I had a bit I wanted to do that. It wasn't sexual. It wasn't graphic in any way, shape or form, but it was very dark. And he got this hurt look at his face and he goes, I like dark. <laughs> How oh, that's do people right. think I don't like dark? <laughs> but it was a really fun weekend with him, man. It was uh, a couple of his friends from high school. So he shot something for the NFL network because he played college football. And oh, his yeah. Buddies, Where do you play? He played at something that starts with an H. You've never heard of it. It's college. That start, it's okay. not Harvard. It's a hit guard or something like that. I don't know what it was. But uh, his buddies, who he mm -hmm. went to high school with, um, one of them ended up at the New York Giants. And, um, yeah, so wow. they came in, and the three of them did something for NFL movies or whatever. And um, here's a good sign when you meet somebody is that all of their friends that they've had for over 40 years are also decent people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a nice, you know, everyone always goes, Brian is such a good guy, such a nice guy. And then you meet his friends and you're like, oh, he's also a nice guy. And he's a good guy because his friends are people that are decent human beings. It's, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was nice. It was good. And, and then I, I hung out with some Boston comics. Mm -hmm. uh, um Jim Dunn, mm -hmm. you know him? He's yep. a writer, comic dude. And a guy named Josh Day, who was the guy who organized our Boston. Yeah, uh, yeah, live Jackie yeah, and yeah, right, right. So Josh Day came out. That was in New Hampshire. They both live kind of close to it. And, oh, cool. Um, yeah. And I got my chops busted for going to breakfast with a local club <laughs> owner. Right. And um, I yeah, was you like. You got to speak carefully, Jackie. Well, it's, um, except for that, I was also told by uh, that I, you know, because I talked to a couple other local because I had breakfast with him. Yeah. And at the end of breakfast, he drops a bombshell about how he's been banned from his four walling gig before the club, the new club opens. Wait, he opened a comedy club and he's banned from his own club? A four wall just until the, the full well, club. Is they all have four walls. Uh, uh, like at a, a Best Western, like at a bar or restaurant. Okay, all right. Where where it's not really, it's not a club. It's just part of a bigger yeah. business that just puts up a show, kind of like in LA, except for that it pays and it okay. and it and they charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Triple stuff. Like Got like, it. like yeah, like triple stuff. Yeah. And so um, yeah. So he, yeah. So the 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 story. And he's banned because because he's he, too supportive of comedians. Women, women in general. No, uh, he was, <laughs> he had his laptop open to Pornhub at work okay. in public. Okay. Okay. All right. And, um, and the club, the guy who owned the bar was like, get out. And 
<laughs> Your name came up, by the way, when he told me that. Why? Because was he, he said, looking at my Pornhub uh, channel? <laughs> well, and that's—I mean—that's the thing. Is comics make so many, so many jokes about porn and so many mm-hmm. jokes about Pornhub that unless you were a sixty-year-old man and you should be expected to know better than to actually watch porn in public at work. You know, um, it's so normalized. People forget that you're actually not supposed to do that. Not. <laughs> Not you people. know, <laughs> persons. Jackie, I don't want to stigmatize a, a gender. I want to cast a wide net, and then whoever gets caught on that net, they're a hundred percent cis straight. But men. he did make what me laugh because I, I was trying to, I was trying to explain, you know, to go, hey man, public, you're at work, don't what the fuck, but without without because I'm such a meddler, right? Like I fucking want to fix it because uh-huh. he's not. I don't know him very well, but he's not a monster to, or he never has been to me right so i was just like you're sound like an idiot what the hell with yeah. the, a public and the thing and he was like uh well you know what i learned was that i should have a different laptop for home and for work i mean he's not wrong he's not wrong that's there, that said. is one lesson and you could learn i told him the joke that you told that about getting a second laptop a second ipad your second iPad joke. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I right. in my head that's part of my mom dying chunk, but right. in your head that's a porn joke. Interesting. <laughs> in, <laughs> right in my head, it's um somebody. Oh, that was the other thing. So in the middle of this story, I'm going to tell you another one. Wait, is, finish this story, and, okay. and I'll remind you of the other one. Okay. Give me a so, one keyword to say to you, Dennis. Okay. And, okay. Uh, so, the um. So, but he, that, so he, he said that that's what he learned. And I was like, sure, that is also something you could learn from this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping you learn. No, no, not on, not close all tabs. Just go home. Go don't. home and, and do it that way. Yeah. And then the, t- the comics that I was out to dinner with a couple of, t- couple of days later told me that it was much worse than that. Mm. And so I texted him the next day and I was like, hey, fucker. I got my chops busted for a half an hour <laughs> because the story was a lot worse than that. And he was like, wait, what, what? And I was like, yeah, I was told that you did this and this and this other thing. And he's like, well, that's not true. That's not true. And I was like, well, then you better triage some bullshit, man, because uh, the word on the street is that you're uh, a dumb dumb uh, and a gross dumb dumb. So, uh, and so I got a text from him this morning yeah. saying uh, he's looking into it. He's going yeah. to investigate these claims. Oh, my goodness. No, I think well, Hope he, he finds the real sexual harassers. Well, one of the <laughs> comics was telling me that he had to, that the only way he could fix this is if he went into, like, sex and SLAA rehab. Wow. All right. Because right. he's also, they, they were, and the three of them were also telling me that he drinks a bit, and I was like, oh, interesting. Okay, whatever. And then, um... And when I say a bit, I mean like I used to. So uh, the uh, then, he drinks uh, two cations a day. <laughs> <laughs> he, might have, he might have some cation drinking qualities. But we can, I can't say I've never seen it. But um, but so, and he was like, but it was so funny because one of the texts he said, well, how do I triage this without sounding, without trying to justify it? And I was like, well, that is the problem. You can't justify it. Not if even what you said happened happened. There is no justification. All you can do is say, well, I'm not going to do that again. And I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. How can I make it up to you? How right, can is there, I? Right. Yeah. Is there, can I? Is is there a way that I can make this? And he was. Yeah. And, and and I guess the woman that he was running the bar gig with is doing that gig now. And uh, and he was like, well, maybe I can talk to the bar owner. And I was like, why don't you talk to your comedy partner? who is now running that gig and maybe she might have an idea of what you could actually do because the bar right. owner kicked him out. Yeah. But he's got to work with the woman. So yeah. I don't, so I don't know. And I don't want to throw him it's, under the bus too hard. Yeah. But, it, but he might, he's maybe he throws <laughs> Jackie, himself under the bus. We, I don't know. we, because of our age, I believe 
we have we give too much sympathy to these we're like ah, oh, you know anyone can watch porn at a daycare <laughs> you know when it happens <laughs> like daycare. we're so used to just going look give the guy a second chance <laughs> we, we can't be trusted with this information we're, right we we're made not them- hard asses like uh like the like other the younger ladies are it's true yes. yeah yeah the 35 year olds will bust his chops right. for it's over so that's why a lot of times when people like they, they get mad at comics for saying things or for not saying things, it's like, yeah. I know what's going on. It's, it, you know what? You're a certain, you're a certain, right. Uh, well, age, as, it's like, uh, I know this. they kept busting my chops. Right. Like it, and then it came back like 45 minutes later, we're still sitting there <laughs> and it came back in another round of ball busting happens. Well, and finally I just go, he owns a comedy club. What part of that don't you people understand? The other thing is, is now there's something to bust your balls about, which is fun for everybody. That's and, good and for it's, a, it's East Coast conversation anytime you walk into a club, yes. as far as I can see. Yes, fine. Now now it's just going to be 24-7 with the education. She goes out with predators. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, I don't think he's a predator. I don't know what he... And so, and then... The next day I went to lunch with uh, just one of the old guard, right? Like one of yeah. the old comics from back in the day. You don't remember yeah. Jack Lynch? Yes. Wait, no. I was thinking of Jack Gallagher. Uh, oh, no. Boston guy. Uh, Boston guy, really funny. Um, mm-hmm. But he, we went to lunch. And so yeah. when I saw Brian and everybody that night, I get a, did you vet him? What was the, what was the, did you, are you sure he's okay? And I was like, yes, yes, he's fine so there's no reason so you're right every time i come into the room they're like another round of let's ask jackie if she's uh, hanging out with a weirdo and, it, uh, it gives people some small talk it gives people <laughs> something to do you provided a service <laughs> oh thank you thank you so much did you ever jack gallagher was so funny i think he like he might have just slipped away into corporate land but uh he was a boston guy and he lived in san francisco for a while and then he went up or maybe he ended up in Sacramento, but he had a show on the air. He had a, a half, he was part of, he was one of those guys. They're like, we're doing a show on your life based on your life as sitcom. And he had one for maybe a season or half a season and just didn't go anywhere. And then Rocky Laporte. Remember that guy? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It was back in the late nineties. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When a bunch of, when, when a bunch of contracts were given out, not to me and you, but, or you and I, Mm -mm. but to a lot of guys, and uh, the other, my other favorite comedy story that came up, because Brian's um, partner, his girlfriend, is a very nice woman, mm-hmm. but she was talking about how they met, and they met at the at the Harry Basil Laugh Factory <laughs> uh, in Vegas, right? Because she's friends with Harry Basil's wife. They both I... do nonprofits together. Okay. And um, and Harry Basil has a show. He's a comic, but he also does something called Harry Oki. Jackie, you got to. You got to. Who would name somebody Harry and not call, not have Harry Oki? What about I don't know. Jackie Oki? I mean, <laughs> honestly, I think your name fits into a lot of things that have the word joke into them. Uh, oi. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I almost admitted something that would would haunt me. So I'm not going to be talking about that nickname wise. But, uh, okay. the, uh, but here's. Um, when she met him, she met him, they were watching Jackie Flynn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Jackie Flynn. He's out here. I've done, well, he's out here too. And I think I did a a St. Patrick's Day show with him that Greg Fitzsimmons put on at a golf Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. Yeah. And so he was, he was uh, closing the factory and Brian was watching the show with Jimmy Schubert. And, uh, and so the two of them. And she ended up with Brian, and uh, and I was like, oh, I dodged a bullet there. And uh, <laughs> Jimmy Schubert has been nothing except for nice and then too nice and he's, then standoffish. He's, <laughs> he's only been nice to be never too nice. Yeah, yes. you uh, count your stars. And, uh, but, he, um, but so, um, but it's funny because Brian will go, he had come to see the show, to see Jackie Flynn's show. Yeah. And so he didn't talk to her the woman who is now his girlfriend throughout the entire show, because Brian's a little OCD. He's you know, it's like, I'm, he's enormously respectful. Yeah, he's and, watching the show. Right. And he also doesn't want to get his chops busted for, uh, for 
because he because he doesn't approve of it and uh so uh, talking in the show yeah that makes talking sense. in the show and i remember the first one of the first weekends i went with him went out with him uh sebastian maniscalco monacati that guy remember that guy yeah he was playing cops and brian we did we did some theater to get i opened for brian at some theater and then he said do you want to go i've heard that this guy's people are comparing him to me weird so i thought that i would go watch that guy do you want to come watch that guy do you want to come out and i was like sure thinking that we would go see a comedy show like comics go see a comedy show which is you don't see a comedy show <laughs> you sit in the green room <laughs> in the green room and then you come downstairs and watch three jokes and then you go back upstairs yeah yeah he's like uh, me all right anyway. <laughs> <laughs> brian mc feature headliner whole show sat through it interesting all and right. so also well, also out. he's yeah. in vegas right and he's yeah. handpicking his features so he's not seeing a lot of new people unless he yes. goes out of his it, way to see them. Which is exactly why he does it. He likes mm-hmm. to hang out with comics. He always wants me to invite comics when I open for him mm-hmm. to hang out. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, but, and then remember when I did, I just did Royal Oak, uh, the comedy castle, Mark Ridley's comedy castle. Yeah, and, you don't need to rub it in. I got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, your July is epic. So leave me alone. Okay. So uh, the, uh, um but he he came he was doing the a theater in detroit with i think it was steven i forget his last name a funny kid uh opening for him and they okay. came to my show oh. and did that oh nice mc the feature and me i did not know that it didn't even occur to me then, thank god because they because i thought that right right yeah and uh, I'm like, no, I'm working on my cock ring bit. Is that gonna? <laughs> and he, as Brian would say, it's not that I don't like dirty stuff. I just am not dirty. It's just I can I can laugh at dirty stuff. Anyway, so oh yeah, he he uh, yeah he's he's, he is he's putting on a show and he wants you know he uh, mm-hmm. yeah he's he's within his rights. Um, I let's see, I saw uh, <laughs> well, Laura Keitlinger, I saw her yeah. show. Oh, did it you go to really that? Good. Yeah, okay, good. it was really good. Um, she's got a little hot goss in the set that I'll just tell you afterwards. I don't, I'm okay. like, is that just Everyone like a be- one-time riff because it was, you know, a small yeah. audience and she felt comfortable? I'm not going to spread that one on the internet. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was fun. It was great to see her. She's so funny. And uh, uh, and then he. <laughs> uh, I've decided that we have to have amnesty for bad abortion takes this weekend because <laughs> people are freaking out. And so, you know, Elaine Boozler posted a tweet where she's like, our generation fought for it and you guys were getting butt implants. And it's like, oh, boy. <laughs> Wait, the, it, and I, I saw that tweet of Elaine Boozler's and <laughs> right. I was like, those are two separate sentences. Oh my god! I know. One does not have anything to do with the other. What did? She, what do you think she meant? She meant that they didn't fight for it, so they don't deserve it. Something like that. But listen, Along here's the lines? thing: okay. she, uh, everyone, you get there's amnesty this weekend. All right, <laughs> everyone is upset. so upset. There, mm-hmm. people aren't making sense. They're, you know. Um, she uh, came up in comedy in even a more sexist time than you and I did. And right. I, you know, and, I, I just feel like that all carves. Yeah. Yeah. That all, that all, you know, uh, change, uh, carve, you know, the, I can't think of the word. It, it changes how you look at women when you don't get to work with them or, you know what I mean? It just, yeah, yeah. it affects you a right. lot. And, uh, right. it's I, more a boys club in her head than anybody's. Right. Even ours, even and ours. that wouldn't yeah. that wouldn't necessarily give you more sympathy to younger women. Nope. It might make you go, you know, in Suck her case, up. walk it off. Right, I I had to go through a lot of hard shit. So stop complaining. It's way easier for you, right? And right. Uh, and also, you guys aren't, you know, cred- I, I don't even know if she feels this way, but there is a sort of um, uh, a lack of uh, awareness of the barriers that she broke. You know, I mean, we all know within our own little circles, but, you know, right. what she did uh, uh, and when she did it was really, really hard. It was and, hard. And she got screwed over as much or more than any of us. Yeah. And she wasn't overly, you know, like she wasn't like super sexual. Like I just was watching some of her. She didn't take like the persona path, really. Yeah. Which is a 
one that works, however you figure out what it is. Yeah. And uh, she kind of just was, she had like a super seinfeld delivery and... I could mm-hmm. see being a lame boozer just watching all this shit get rained down on Seinfeld and going, what the fuck? You know? You know, she was supposed to, the Elaine character was based on her. No, I thought it was based on Carol Leifer. I'm pretty sure it's based on Leifer. I thought it was, but maybe no, I'm just complaining because it's Elaine Elaine. I don't I'm probably think, wrong. Yeah. I don't think Boozer ran in those circles, like in oh, okay. Seinfeld circles. Um, I think she's always been sort of separate from the packs okay. of comics that were running around back in the day. Fair enough. So you think but it was based on Carol Leifer? Okay. It, I'm pretty sure it was. That's why, and Carol was a writer on the show as well. Oh, like, then she definitely. was like friends. Then I'm totally yeah. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it was like, yeah. it, it, I, she, is there's no pro- reason to be a cult, uh, a crazy old dinosaur but you're you're willing to give everybody amnesty this weekend yes i am and i would like it for myself i <laughs> people have misinterpreted some of my tweets i think you did oh uh, i didn't it was that uh that guy who did a lateral chat move on you you were riffing on some abortion oh you thing. said lateral I, cha i'm like what i right autocorrect i can't okay i know right. cha isn't a word so that's not cha i thought that, it was some dance <laughs> reference i'm like she well, can explain it's it to hot me. goss it's like hot <laughs> cha and uh but the uh <laughs> the but what you you had a you were genuinely talking about um I was just, just women comics and, uh, and and just going on the road. You want there to what be I was saying comics. was like, hey, if you're a female comic, something like between the ages of twelve and forty five, which I think I thought, ding, 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 ding. Uh, what what are those ages? That's when you're menstruating, basically, and that's when you're yeah. fertile. Okay. Although technically, <laughs> going by my nieces and other girls, it should be like Eight. ten. All right, whatever. Yeah, yeah it's happening earlier, but okay, whatever. I've just went with my own. And, uh, you know, a good way to, like, basically go get an abortion is say you're a comic and you've got a gig in California or whatever, right? Right. It was, or it was Canada. A, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a better written version of that. And then people are like, why? Why? Uh, why? Uh, oh, somebody oh, so was over like, why the age of 45? Of yeah, that's really ageist. I'm like, oh, you, what, 12-year-olds shouldn't be on the road either. It's fucking <laughs> a, a, an allusion to abortion. Everyone just fucking calm down this and then one guy said something like i don't understand any men who don't think women are funny what yeah um, no one even brought that up left field and i was like dude if that is the thing that's I really pissing me off today there's some guys Maybe. where it's you just scratch them a little bit and they go i i think women are hilarious wait we, we were talking about <laughs> ukraine what the fuck stop it why is that the first thing that you think of to say to me a female comic oh my god <sighs> So I have to, yeah, I, um, um, yeah. So nice. I would recommend listening to WTF, uh, maybe not you, because you haven't seen Hacks. Okay. Uh, but, uh, oh, did Oscar do it? Yeah, she just and, did it. Cool. Uh, Jen Statsky, who is one of the creators of Hacks. Okay. Uh, and she was kind of coming up. She, she tried stand up once, I guess, but she's like a writer and was an improv person again kids going to improv please do not become stand-ups it leads right, to there's nothing a pension. but a yeah. podcast okay <laughs> that's it these the improv people know how to work with each other and they yeah, know how to collaborate it. and they make shit right they get things made yeah we're just continuing to write jokes um, but yeah but the other the other thing like um they're kind of like talking about people that had shows long running shows and um in vegas like the gene smart does character does but the, all the oh, all the, all the judy people they, yeah. no but they didn't bring up judy no one brought up judy tenuta or rita rudner i'm like but those are the two women i don't i didn't that know tenuta had one but i know rita rudner has like a theater or she did for a long time right I right i thought judy do you think judy tenuta does i don't think she does yeah. i don't know but my point is, is that like, he's very even, quiet today even when um you know, your people are actively trying to come up with female references. They mostly have male comics in their brains, and it's just—I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's I, some guy habit. asked me. Some guy told me he was writing on on Twitter. He was like, "Hey, I'm writing a book about uh, comedy. I was wondering if I could get a quote from you." And I said, "The history of men in comedy." Uh, yeah, email me. 
And, uh, and so he emails me and he goes, it's a lot of women. I'm doing a lot of women. And I was like, how many, give me some numbers. I wanted to do it, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to as I, I I'm tired, Lori, I'm tired of fighting though. I will continue to fight. We will all continue to live. We will all continue to fight and we will all, you know, in the end, punch a Nazi in the nose and, uh, and then life will continue or not the bus driver for Brian all weekend. Mm-hmm. He three times asked me how many people are on this planet. He was like, when do you think, when do you think it's going to really reduce? When do you think it's, is it going to be a nuke? What do you think it's going to be? And I was like, Hey Ed, uh, I don't know. Um, COVID monkeypox, and, uh, criminalizing mommies. abortion is going to actually make uh, a lot of women probably, uh, get their tubes tied and just go, fuck it. I'm not going to even deal with this, <laughs> you know? Hey, let's, uh, let's take a break. But okay. first, Judy Snuda has not only had a Vegas show, but she is on the Vegas Walk of Fame for her contribution yeah, to the time in awesome. Vegas. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's what I cool. thought. Does she have a theater? Like, does she uh, still- I don't think she does anymore. I think okay. she, she retired, was just doing residence. She, yeah, yeah. I think she's one of the like ones that went pretty early on and kind oh. of set the tone for like what we think of as the residencies. Oh, neat. Cool, yeah. man. Good for her. Okay. Yeah. Let's take that break. Hal Loveland here with breaking news on a revolutionary form of entertainment, professional wrestling. For more, we go to our correspondent, Danielle Radford. Professional wrestling is the craze that's sweeping the nation, featuring fisticuffs and colorful costumes. But who can help us make sense of this world of body slams? Lindsay Kelk has the answer. Sources tell us of an amazing podcast called Tights and Fights, filled with discussions of the absurdity of professional wrestling, plus all the sincerity and hilarity that you could shake a stick at. Listen to the Tights and Fights podcast every week. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. And your old-timey radio. Guys, uh, your hair is completely unique. It really is. It truly is. It's growing out of your head and no one else's head, and you need to treat it as such. Products that address its specific needs, that's where function of beauty comes in. Here's how it works. First, you take a very quick hair quiz to build your hair profile, and you select five hair goals. Uh, Lengthen, volume, oil control. Uh, I just like to brush through it, honestly. It gets so tangled. Uh, So next, choose your color, your fragrance, go or go dye your fragrance-free. Then get your freshly filled formula delivered straight to your door and prepare for the good hair days ahead. (laughs) That's what I need. Say goodbye to generic hair care for good. Today, go to functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Lori and take your hair goals quiz and you'll save 25% off your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Lori. Let them know you heard about it from our show. Get 25% off your first order. I love it. I always get, I named mine the Joanne. I love my (laughs) uh, eucalyptus smell, my minty smells. I love all that stuff. And uh, I got it in a, I got it in a rose color last time. So I have another one ordered. It's on its way. I'm very excited. I do uh, the so lavender. I do the lavender. I don't. Yes. I like it. I like things to, because supposedly lavender calms you down, and just the idea of lavender shampoo calms me down. <laughs> so. Functionofbeauty.com/slash Jackie Laurie. Take your hair quiz and save twenty five percent on your first order. Let's do that comic of the week. Our comic of the week. Uh, first of all, I was like, oh, we, sh- we should do this one as a comic of the week because of what happened. But I'm like, oh, we've already done her. Well, we haven't. Uh, <laughs> Allison, <laughs> Allison Leiby, who has a show on uh, either on Broadway or off Broadway, but it's like a big show in a real theater in New York called Oh God, a show about a- abortionist at the Cherry Lane. I don't know if the Cherry Lane is considered... Whatever it is, it's very prestigious. But it's Cherry Lane, yeah. Yes, and uh, Jacqueline Novak had her show there, so um, get on your knees. So it's like like a great uh, venue for a one-person show, and it's coming to Largo, if it's not already here. Um, And how do you spell Libby? L-I-E-B-Y. No, excuse me, I'm wrong. L-E-I-B-Y. And her Twitter and Instagram is just at her name? Yeah, Allison, one L, Libby, L-E-I-B-Y. Uh, All right, one um, L for Allison. Right. And she's a swimmer. Now, 
So there's a lot going on there. But she's really, really funny. I worked with her. I think I did... Um, I did a show, uh, Luisa Diaz's show that I casual sets maybe with Allison. And then, mm -hmm. uh, then we were hanging out at a bar afterwards talking and, uh, anyway, she was, uh, prepping for her show, I think, but, uh, go see it if you can. Go see it, it. Everyone says it's great. It's getting incredible, great reviews. That's awesome. Yeah. So here's the other thing. I come back from the bathroom the night that I get my balls busted and yeah. I go, Oh, were you just calling Louis CK? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you guys, get off my aerial. <laughs> I love this new riff on you. And you know what? Credit to the Boston Comics for never not being assholes. Like, they continue a long tradition started by Lenny Clack right. and uh, Steve click Sweeney, etc. Yeah. He wasn't part of Click and Clack, but. What's uh, Click Lenny? and Clack? It was an NPR car show. Oh, um, okay. I'm a hundred and listened to NPR when I was a child, like a weirdo. And Zig um, Ziglar, your favorite stand-up. You gotta love Zig Ziglar. So the other thing that happened, so this guy, oh, I, I forgot to mention the guy that played for the New York Giants. I wrote it down because I knew Jackie and Lori fans would want to know who did play for the New York Giants and is friends with Brian Regan and went to high school with him. Mike Whittington. Mike Whittington, you guys, 1980 to 1984 was in the NFL. And I watched his reel, and uh, and uh, then and hilariously, he became a firefighter for about five years after he got out of the, the oh, NFL. Hello, Doctor <laughs> Rachel Feinstein. My favorite, one of my favorite premises because her husband's a firefighter. Oh, I know. I think he's uh, retired too. Is he retired? Like she she married no, a fire so. chief or whatever. He's high up though. Oh, is yeah. it? Because uh, all, all the only the joke I heard was the premise was adult men shouldn't have sleepovers uh, because <laughs> the uh, firefighters, right? The firefighters, it's like three days on, four days off, four days on, three days yeah. off. And so yeah. he'll her husband will come home and he'll be like, Vinny says we could we should buy Bitcoin. <laughs> and, oh god oh my like, god we're not, we're not taking advice from Vinny. Oh, <laughs> so, that's hilarious yeah so the and the bit just keeps going it's a really great bit and well um, your mention of the football player reminded me that vic henley may he rest in peace hilarious guy his brother terry played for the university of alabama i think that's the famous okay. school in Al alabama but there might be a different one auburn or there's there's the both well, and they're both probably pretty footbally, but he but he rivals. played. Yeah, he played for probably the one I said. If they're rivals, then I probably uh, pulled There's up no the wrong There's no win here. Scoring. We should run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no story about it, but I just I just got in my head Vic Henley talking about his brother. All I, I have some, are some other conversation people's... popped up yeah. in my head. Yeah. All I have are other people's bits. Uh, the other thing that happened is I think Jack Lynch told me that his favorite Dennis Regan bit was that hmm. Dennis Regan said that he went swimming off the coast of Florida and there was a shark. And then he said, there's no music. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he was waiting for greatest... that warning. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I was that's like, great. that is a really great joke. So, um, you yeah, I have a bunch of sets this week. What, oh, oh, that's what good. did I remind you? You reminded me that I need to say out loud the material I'm going to do for this show on the 16th, which is my birthday in San Leandro, because it's an outdoor show for a, uh, like a, a city parks show. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, I have to send a W2 to that guy too. Hold on. Let me. Yeah. Is it a W2 or a W9 or a W9? W9. Oh, so many. Well, do, I, I have mine on my phone and then I just drop it so that when really my phone idea. gets stolen, they'll have all of my information. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I should say it out loud because you think of bits clean and then you start, because I just did uh, Nicole Blaine opened a room. Did I tell you that in Santa Monica? Yeah. Yeah. It's called The Crow. And yeah, um, I, she just sent me a veils. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. So, and it's, I, I, it's really I cool. I had to triage my email so hard. It's, I just got off the plane. So whatever. But okay. yeah, so this Jackie, is the thing on the 16th that has to be squeaky, right? Yes. Yeah, so I need to say this stuff out loud to make sure there's no hidden 
hidden references or illusions that will trouble yeah. children and parents. Exactly. That's because when I, was, Regan. when I was at the Crow, I was like, ah, da, 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 da. I didn't really pay attention because only 10 minutes at. And, I was, and then I was getting into th- things and I was like, wait, oh shit, I know how this ends now. Uh, I'm more, I'm more. <laughs> you know, I used to try to do material when I opened for Brian that was like, I would find the kid in the audience and try to make him laugh or at least interested. And um, this time I, I just saw him and I was like, I, I, I felt the draw of it mm-hmm. and i was like fuck that kid and uh <laughs> and <I> went over here <laughs> um they were really really fun shows except for me trying to do that gun bit um mm-hmm. yeah because but we were in jersey yesterday on the jersey shore essentially oh, neat. and um it was so i started doing my white lady uh you know, Yellowstone, I'm a white person, you got to right. confront other white people joke. Mm-hmm. And they tightened up a little bit on me. And I just I just looked at them and smiled. I was like, screw you bastards. And uh, we're going to do this joke and make you laugh. And so it came to pass. <laughs> I, I have a lot of sets this week, though. Do you have a lot? Of, I, I'm psyched. I'm going to be in town for a couple of weeks before uh, until my birthday. I'm in town until the 20th. Oh, I am. Uh, I have like uh, some local stuff Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I just put in. What's your for... Tuesday? What's your Thursday? Because uh, I have a my... Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. It's on my refrigerator. <laughs> uh, we should talk. I, I should. Well, I, I, I'm doing better half. Okay, cool. Kara Clank at Bar Lubitsch. Uh, I don't think better half with Jared Logan and, and no, no, it's down. It's it's behind some some bar. It's not Bar Lubitsch. Okay. Um, but Kara Clank has that great bit. I was just thinking about that. She has a great bit about, uh, um, what's it call it? Uh, uh, birth control. Uh-huh. Like, do you know how birth control works? And nobody in the audience ever does. Interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. really, I, I do know that from the emails I got after my MSNBC appearance is that conservatives think that babies are, placed at 10 pounds on it on like a plate and then uh, carved by abortionist into little pieces and, <laughs> right. and then and injected into, into vaccines right and made into taco tuesday yeah they're out of there yeah. yeah they there's no way that's happening no mm-hmm. that and uh they don't know what abortion is they don't even know what it is or why <laughs> I have family members that did not get the vaccine, the COVID vaccine, because yeah. they of uh, the fetal cells uh, that they were sure stem cells were or whatever. I don't. I should e- even know what their uh, what, what their craze was. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm doing that on Wednesday, and then Friday I'm at the Lyric, and I'm doing Faded. So, and then I also got the offer to do uh, comedy and magic in in July for free. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that yeah, email. Back. Yeah, well, yeah. it's their, yeah, it's their anniversary shows. Yeah, it's their every, every July. It's mm-hmm. going to be 30 comics. You do get a 30 to $50 meal with it. Right. What do you get? I'm always curious what you Me, order. I get salmon. You order the salmon. Yeah. Uh, I would, really, you know, every once in a while I'll get some steak, but usually the salmon because they, pre- I mean, I have a ton of salmon because I still get wild Alaskan, but they uh, prepare it so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so they have good chefs there. They have great chefs there. And then so Sunday and Monday, uh, actually, that Monday at Flappers got canceled, right? Did our Jackie? Yeah, because I think they are. They're still closed on Mondays. Right, right. They're still trying to get enough staff. Uh, who was I talking to about about? You know, I, you keep running into people, and they're like, "People are lazy. They don't want to work." And I was like, "No, sixteen months of them." Uh, living on top of their parents again or with like th- five people that they barely know uh, taught them that they didn't have to have that shitty job. And now they're trying to figure out a different way to make a living where it isn't that thing that makes them age prematurely. So why yeah, don't you I mean, cut them some slack? Somebody else was like, somebody on Twitter was like, hey, did you guys forget that over a million people died and that's part of the worker shortage? It's not that they're lazy, yeah. it's that they're dead. Yeah, and a lot of people who died were the were. I mean, I don't know how many were the, were elderly, um, like percentage wise, what the breakdown was. Mm-hmm. But I think that a lot of young essential workers. Uh, yeah, a lot of restaurant workers, a lot of people that were uh, at you know, risk. front facing, yes, uh, yeah. died before Grocery you know workers, they could get vaccines. Yeah. yeah, so that's why they're not showing up to work. 
that's an excellent point. I forgot. And maybe about their it. friends are like, "Hey, um, I should apply for that job, but Dave died. So um, <laughs> let me see if I can start a podcast instead and take well, it to Patreon. Let's see if there's a, a GoFundMe that I can sort of rock. Um, yeah. So I'm, but I'm in town for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in town this weekend for sure, and then the following weekend I go to Go Bananas, Cincinnati. I'm flying out a day ahead. It's it is the it's uh you know what I did out of LAX, I, right? First of all, hold on. So I had an LAX where I leave at nine in the morning and I don't get in till eleven o'clock at night to Cincinnati. And I and and I was looking at this flight and it's Southwest and I was like, this is kind of so fucking shitty. So then I I just you know. You go into Southwest site. They do let you change things without these fees, which is great. Yeah. So I plug in Burbank as a as a departure. And Burbank had been exponentially more expensive like a month ago when I bought the ticket. And mm-hmm. going in and out added only $130 to the flight, which which should be how much the entire flight cost to that fucking city anyway. So whatever. Yeah. $300. So I sw- because me getting to LAX and either parking a car for four days or taking a, a cab that's Ooh. way over 200 right there. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, it is. So I'm going to leave a little bit later in the day at 11 and still get in at 11 o'clock at night in Cincy, but it's not going to be horrific. Um, right. And you'll, and you'll be able to sack out and sleep it out the next day. So that's the good news. Yes. It, it's like, Oh my God, these, this dog, like I'm, I love Charmy and I'm glad we have her, but you know, it's expensive to put a dog uh, in a kennel for, like, not only is this so flight what are you doing for ridiculous, your son? he's also in a kennel. It's um, interesting. So you're also having someone. <laughs> yeah. So you, you should have someone stay with both of them. And, uh, um, no, it, he's doing a different thing with, okay. uh, with his dad. But uh, okay. it's just expensive, you know, and obviously I don't have, like, a little lap dog I can take with me. She's got to go in a kennel. So... Like these, uh, these road gigs, this one's coinciding when my son's going to be doing something with his dad. It's like, God, that's, that's going to be another $250. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where am I making money here? Right. You are not. This is, this is one of those Right off the bat are like $1,100 for this, this Thursday through Saturday. That's. Are you getting that good Ohio exposure? Is that what I am? And uh, I'm excited to be near (laughs) a a state with low vaccination rates. So excellent. uh, I will be bringing my, uh, of course, my purifier and I will plug it in on stage and hope that it's still between that and my four shots. I'm still protected. You know, Mm -hmm. I got to get the fourth shot. Oh, yeah. And I want to get the shingle shot. Oh yeah, Jackie. Yes, I know. I'm behind on my vaccine. If you get shingles, you will be so fun. You will spend the rest of your life going, "Why did I get that fucking shot?" It's so easy yeah. to do. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll just go and do it this week. Yeah. Yes. I got to take uh, my mother-in-law to the dentist, and then we're looking at uh, some sort of. Um, we, we, uh, I got. I got. I'm on task. Is what I'm saying. You have. Uh, you have appointments this week. Yeah, I got appointments during the day as well. Yes. Um, I'm but my tomatoes are coming in. I came home. I got cherry tomatoes. I got grape tomatoes. I got heirlooms. Heck yeah. Yeah. Let's take a break. Hey there. I'm Ellen Weatherford. And I'm Christian Weatherford. And we've got big feelings about animals that we just got to share. On Just the Zoo of Us, your new favorite animal review podcast. We're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't. Rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Guest experts give you their takes informed by actual, real-life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks, cheetahs, and sea turtles. It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I have, there's a mystery rodent that is mm. chewing uh, on my milkweeds, which are the monarch butterfly plants. They're for the butterflies. They're fucking for the butterflies. That's for the boys. Because I had, I had them like near the front of the yard and I thought, oh, it's some, it's some pro-life we're coming to snip my milkweeds. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Wow. You are not. So then I moved it in like a place where you can't get it. And whatever it was when it, it's like, it's got beaver teeth, whatever it is. Cause it's a really hard cut. Yeah. And I don't understand it. And I, and I even took it. What to, do they like about it? Yeah. That's so I don't weird. know. And I took it to like a, um, a, a gardening center and the guy was like i've never heard of that before well it's happening i mean i have these are pictures i have proof did you so, take it in a bag my gardening center has giant sizes it oh took a picture because if you yeah. bring a clipping always put it in a separate like ziploc so that because they're like no samples out of ziplocs because you will poison all of our plants so oh. so if you bring a sample of something you want to look at they always wanted it up in a separate zip um, well, uh, so that's a mystery that I, I still don't know, you know, who's coming after or what's coming after my milkweed. Right. Um, but this reminds me of somebody who had a successful milkweed situation. Emily Heller was posting on Twitter. She had a, a, two caterpillars. For real. And, uh, I saw that. yeah, they, uh, they turned into butterflies. It was really beautiful. But also I finished watching Barry this weekend Right, the and murderer. Emily yeah. writes on it, and yep. oh my god, season three is so great. And she, yeah. one of the episodes she wrote is like fucking. I mean, everyone works on everything. I think yeah. that she got the credit on this one, and it was like incredible. Um, yeah. So I, I just, I can't recommend Barry enough. It, and it's right. It's it is of, super dark. I watched the first season. Yeah. To be supportive, mm-hmm. and then I was scared. <laughs> you were scared. I, I was too scared. Bill Hader is scary. Um, He's terrifying. I watched the first two episodes of Ms. Marvel. Anybody want to watch that? Because it's pretty great. Oh, I haven't Second done that. was better than the first. Fun. Um, yeah, he can tap into some anger that uh, I'm like, wow, that is a you're acting. Yes. It's a little, yeah, but good for it. But it's, it's, uh, it's really, it's really well done. It's great. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Vanessa Bayer has a scene that should win an Academy Award, which I know, uh, they don't, they TV. don't give Oscars to TV shows for one, one five minute appearance. But Lori would like to uh, suggest yes. that they do that. Please, Just a, please. one exception, please. So funny. So funny. So great. It's, um, uh, Kirkman posted this thing today with mm-hmm. a GIF, GIF of, um, uh, I Prada. Yeah. I say GIF. Um, Devil Wears Prada, where she goes, oh, okay, you think that this doesn't have anything to do with you? It's that, it's that line Meryl Streep has about the sweater. Okay. I remember the line distinctly, I because remember. I don't know if you ever saw The Devil Wears Prada, no. but it is two separate movies. There's the movie that Meryl Streep is in, and then there's the movie that everybody else is in. Meryl Streep is in a drama, and, uh, <laughs> and it's amazing, this drama. Yeah. And uh, it's sort of like Julie and Julia. Did you ever see that, which about Julia Child and... and uh, I think I didn't, but I j- did watch Julia, the HBO series. And with, it was a delight, uh, right? Sarah Lancaster. Lancaster yeah. Having oh, the time so of her good. life. So yes. Good. I have, uh, I've, I've put on my Amazon Prime list, Happy Valley, which is a show that she did in the early 2000s. Oh, it's you've great. seen it? Yeah. Oh my God. You have seen so much television. Oh my yeah. God. How did I... I don't know. Tell me to tell you about something. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> Where are we I'm, at here, Cut? We're at 49. Just, I'm trying to get this. There used to be this uh, Ray Ellen, who is a, a New York guy, a comic, and he books a room in Aruba, too. But I think it's one that doesn't pay great. But no, no. That's the one that, that ends up either you break even or yeah. it costs you money if you bring a partner or if you bring anybody with right, you. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but also, guess what? That gig is Cincinnati for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should have brought the dog. <laughs> um, but uh, so a long time ago, like in, I guess, 2000, because I was pregnant. So I would say 2007 um, into 2008, maybe. Um, he had a, uh, a site called daily comedy and it was kind of like a Twittery kind of site where comics would just write jokes, post them. And I forget how they would go out on the internet. I don't know if they went through Twitter, but it was some way where if you subscribed, you got, you got these jokes, right? Okay. And it was just a fun way to write monologue jokes and you got a little bit of money. Okay. Uh, the guy, the guy behind it had a lot of money. 
um, yeah. who was funding Ray and uh, he was a super nice guy. I, I, he had an incredible brownstone in the East 90s that we went to once. I was like, oh, people wow. live like this. Oh my gosh, like four stories, three stories, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, but one thing uh, I did with my son's father is we were together at the time and I was like eight months pregnant, seven or eight months pregnant is we went to Prospect Park and I tried to get people to uh, pledge to adopt my baby because I didn't want it. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. I went, I went out. I'm like, you know, big. I was out there, you yeah. know, pretty pregnant with signs just trying to get people interested. And I'm trying to get that footage. I would love to see it, you know. Oh, that's hilarious. I hardly have any... It, it's hard to believe, but in 2007, we weren't, uh, we weren't, we weren't recording it. ourselves that much and y- you weren't taking pictures that much. And so, you know, you had right. to use like a regular camera and who fucking had that on their person all the time, you know? Right. Right. So it, uh, 2000, yeah, 2000, wait, 2006. I'm sorry. 2000, earlier. My son yeah. was born in 06. Yeah. Okay. Well, so it's 2006. My wedding was in 2006 and I remember we oh. had disposable cameras. At the wedding. Like those little and, yellow, yeah. orange ones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, uh, yeah you had to get developed. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so clearly nobody had, you know, nobody. I Back in the 12, back a thousand years ago, right? So um, the first time I went to New York City, I, yeah. it, was, it was over New Year's Eve. And one night I went with my very cool friend. She was the, my cool friend, Jenny Bergman. And Jenny Bergman uh, owns, her mom started it, uh, a toy store on West 86th uh, in Amsterdam, right? West still? Kids. Yep, she still has it. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's Jenny's now. And uh, But we were both like 18 or 19 when this happened. I was a year older, so I could buy the booze, and we would go to these parties. I was there for a week and a half, right? Two weeks. And um, she took me to two different parties one was a party where we listened to jazz Lori. we listened to jazz i wasn't i wasn't available i wasn't available to hear jazz but, uh, <laughs> but i went anyway and uh it was in one of those brownstones that mm. had like a library like up to the ceiling library yeah. right 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 yeah was like, it was the coolest thing the other party we went to no jazz. Uh, <laughs> it was just a lot of gyrating 19-year-olds. And then uh, I walked into the night. Uh, it was, it was, and then I lived. But uh, I, I was embarrassed because I was uh, throwing up in the sink. Uh, of the, so, of the uh, brown of the party? No, okay. of, a different, of, the, of the New Year's Eve party. I, I okay. got very embarrassed. I was throwing up in the sink. Okay. I realized later that I was throwing up in the sink because someone was already throwing up in the toilet. And someone else was throwing <laughs> up in the tub. So, uh, you this, need I, to, you need a lot of plumbing for some of these parties. Yeah. yeah. If you're 19 and there's a lot of people drinking lemonade and vodka, uh, country time. So, uh, I walked into the street. It was like, it was easily like, I think it was right after midnight on new year's Eve. And I didn't know where I was, but I had to get back up to Morningside park by NYU. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, uh, so I walked and I kept asking people where Penn by State Columbia, by Columbia, yeah. oh, Columbia, that's it. And, uh, so I walk up and I'm, I'm like, where's Penn station? Where's Penn station? And, uh, and wow, I'm, like, I'm having a hard time visualizing this. Well, and I, and I finally somebody goes, it's a couple, it's a gay couple, two guys. And they, uh, and I say, where's Penn station? They're like, uh, right there. Right there. <laughs> golden new york opportunity for sarcasm and and i was like oh thank you and they and one of them one of them says goodbye to the other guy and he goes where are you going <laughs> I was like, the subway to morningside i gotta go to columbia and he's like all right and he walked me he paid a token he paid for the not a token at the time it was money yeah uh i know it was a token and well, he uh, had to he, buy a token yeah. right he had to buy a token so we he, he put me on the train that's he nice. was like, yeah, it was incredibly nice. And as the doors were closing, I genuinely remember him saying, where are you from? And like, Wisconsin. And he oh, goes, God. go back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so anyway, and then I wasn't killed. Then an angel yeah. who saved your life. An angel. There was a, there was a nice, there was plenty yeah. of, I had plenty of angels when I was a drunky drunkerson. Mm-hmm. It was nice. People Where were you well. staying at Morningside Heights? That's a nice area too. Well, not at the time. I was uh, house and cat sitting for a friend of my sister's apartment and cat sitting for a friend of my sister's. And what the big note when I got to the apartment was, do not uh, let the cat out. 
and never go into the park. It was 1986. Uh, oh, right. And so she was like, never go into the park. And then underneath it, there was something else. And then on the bottom, it said, don't even go on that side of the street. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wow. Now that's the, that's the, that's the place where I felt like I had been a coward, but I don't know that it was cowardice so much as it was survival is what it was. So anyway, so I'm coming yeah. back from hanging out with Jenny one night and I, and I open the door. It's not a doorman building. It's just an apartment building with an elevator. Right. So I open the door, the door closes. And all of a sudden I hear footsteps and a guy's at that glass door pounding. And he's like, let me in, let me in, let me in. Someone's chasing me. Let me in, let me in, let me in. Someone's chasing me. And I am like, I can't, I'm very sorry. And I, and I, it wasn't like I said, keep running, but I was like, I, I don't know. Someone's chasing you. And he's like, let me in, let me in. What happened? And, uh, like it, he, he tried to, he, he tried to get me to open the door for like almost 40 seconds and nobody came behind him. <gasps> Whoa. So I didn't know if he was just trying to get in so that he could attack me. <gasps> Oh my God. So I didn't let him in and I felt kind of bad. I felt very bad. I was like, I hope that guy didn't die because I didn't let him in. But I didn't want to die in case he was a bad guy. Right. I so know. there was that whole No, you did you did the right I thing, but I can take care understand. of me, but it was terrifying. And I sure. was I felt bad for him, but I was like, I can't, man. I'm very sorry I can't. Did you read were there any murders the next day in the newspaper or anything like that? I uh, did not check the murder. Classic Jackie. Uh, you feel terrible for Kilmartin. five seconds and then you move on. Classic Kill Martin. Let's scan the papers. <laughs> See if I could have been the victim. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, if he had been murdered, I wondered if he had actually been murdered. Right. Well, he didn't tell me his name. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't have known who to look for. Too bad. Yeah. Um, well. Hmm. But I, I'm jonesing to go to New York. I got a friend who told me she would lend me her apartment. So where where um, where where's Brooklyn? Live? Brooklyn. Okay, whereabouts? I uh, don't know. Park Slope. Prospect maybe? Park. Oh, Prospect Park Slope's nice. I lived there for a year. Uh, it's super. She's, super she said I could stay now. there for. She has. She's only going to be in in New York three months on, three months off. She said I could stay as much as I want. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That would yeah. be nice. Yeah. Jackie just told me who owns the apartment. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely. And she said I just had to pay. Uh, the only thing I would have to pay is when I left, uh, they would hire a cleaner, a cleaning service. Oh, my God. And she said it would be maybe 150 bucks, 125 Oh, my God. That's and nice. I, was, I mean, that's the, mo that's the biggest part of going to New York is trying to find a place to stay. Yeah. Every time I've gone in the last five or eight years, I've had to spend a grand on hotel. Yeah. So, but, or a lot of points. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I'm not, I don't use air conditioning. That's my rule unless it's just terrible. And I'm telling you though, there are four hours in the day here where I can barely yeah. get off the bed. I'm in the room of requirement, sweating. We have a tiny <laughs> air conditioner and it really is pointless. I would rather just have the fan, quite honestly. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.